0: Block Talk Radio.
1: You're on air with Douglas, where fans are connected to their favorite celebrities. And now, here's your host, Douglas.
2: Hey everybody, welcome to a special Saturday episode, and the only way I would ever do a Saturday episode is for our guest today. But first, before we introduce her, uh, David, thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? How's Massachusetts today?
3: Oh my goodness. I got stuck in the snow yesterday. I had the day mm-hmm. off from work, and I thought, mm-hmm. oh, easy breeze. I'll just go babysit my um, nephew and niece. It took me 30 minutes to get out of my driveway and then 20 minutes to get off my street.
2: Mm-hmm. It
3: is H-E-Double Hockey sticks out here.
2: And, oh, um, well, I sure don't miss that.
3: <laughs> today has been good. I mean, I didn't go yeah. anywhere, but snow is, it's, everything's plowed, and the snow is all taken care of. It's starting to melt. Yesterday um, randomly it was suddenly thirty degrees out and the snow was just starting to melt really fast so I'll
2: send you some Los Angeles Sun okay <laughs> thank you I appreciate it you're welcome well everybody this has been a year in the making to bring our guests back uh, and I'm just gonna get right into it. If you missed the first interview that I did with her last year, this is our one year checkup. But no mammograms, no no testing, no nothing like that. It's just a one year checkup with our one and only Kimberlyn Brown. Welcome, Kimberlyn. Oh, where'd she go? Oh there she I'm is. Here. Sorry. There you are, Kimberlyn. <laughs> Sorry.
4: Uh, you so know what? It's back. not often it's not often I get muted. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that's funny. Oh, blog talk. you got to love this Internet radio. Someday I'm going to make it big and be on the real radio. Um, so welcome back to the show. How are you?
4: I'm great. Thank you. I'm, I'm doing really well. How about you guys?
2: I, I'm doing great. It's been a year. A lot has changed. When I talked to you last, I was living in the Midwest, and I moved back to the Los Angeles area this uh, past year, you know, right after I talked to you last year, um, and so I'm enjoying this nicer weather than that. There? I like like David was just saying, you know, snow and plowing and stuff. So it's been nice to be back in the warm weather again.
4: No, actually, I think it's, isn't it in the 80s today in California yeah. out, out out on the coast? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's been, wow. it's
4: been beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Sorry, Dave. <laughs>
3: Hi. I do want to say a couple things. Number one, before the show I was listening to the um, other the other um, interview they did, I didn't want to ask the same questions or repeat. And I, I think I told you before we got on air, I was really shocked how, like, sweet and nice and just open that you are. I guess I expected, I didn't expect Sheila Carter. I, guess, I, I don't know, I expected more, like, someone who's like, okay, let's get this done, what, what's going on? But you're just so sweet and relaxing and you can be like a nanny or something. She, she was a nanny. She <laughs> she was a nanny from,
4: I was the nanny from hell,
3: though. <laughs> true, true, true. And then I also well, wanted to know, before we get started, how did you get your name? That's an unusual, beautiful name.
4: Oh, your sweetheart. My mom, um, you know, we're from a cattle ranching family up in Northern California.
3: Mm-hmm. And
4: just something my mom came up with. There was a, there was a a ranch down the street from from her dad's ranch, and she had seen the name Kimberlin there, oh. and and fell in love with it, and that's how I ended up with it.
3: So beautiful! I just love it.
4: No, thank you. And there's no
3: other Kimberlin in this world that I've ever heard of. So,
4: you know, actually, I've I have been honored to have. Uh, quite a few kids named after me, so wow. Uh, so there are a lot of lots of Kimberlins out there in in the future. That's for sure.
2: That's now, amazing. Now, David, yeah. it wasn't the girl mm-hmm. on General? I mean, on Guiding Light, her name Kimberly Brown? So yeah, Kimberly girl. Brown. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. The Mara. Yeah. yeah. That played Mara. Mara, yes, Mara. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I just hit me. Brown. Yes, exactly. All right. Um, so you took some pictures today, and I want to – first off, last year when we talked, you were – we told you, get on Twitter more often, and you've done good. You're, you're using your Instagram and your, and your oh, tweets. Oh, I'm
4: trying. I'm trying. I'm still so behind the curve with, with all of that. It's just like, oh, I'm so busy working. It, it takes a lot of time for social media. Yes, it really I- does. And I've got to tell you, I, I – I appreciate the publicists, you know, at CBS and ABC more than ever because when you try to do it yourself, it's it's difficult. Yeah, yes, it, it
2: is. is. Yeah. And yes, that 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 is true. And you know, you've got kids now. You've got you know a boy who's going to be turning sixteen on Monday. So happy early birthday to your boy! And then, you're, how old's your how old your daughter now?
4: Um, she turned twenty on the thirty-first.
2: Goodness, my goodness, oh, my, wow. goodness. oh yes. my gosh that's just I mean it's just unbelievable that time has flown by so bad. I have an eighteen year old son, and you know it just when you when you get when they get to that age, you're just where'd the time go? I mean, where is it and, exactly. then, you look and, and then you look and you're like, "Oh, I'm forty <laughs>
4: and the thing is, is you don't you don't feel any different. No, you don't feel no. you don't feel any any older, and you look at your kids and you realize, okay, I am getting older, but, <laughs> but, uh, but you still have that that young feeling inside. So, I think it's I think it's it's uh, nature's way of of, uh, of of letting you keep up with your kids.
2: Yeah, so yeah. you were skiing today. How did that go?
4: Oh, what an incredible day! My daughter talked me into. Uh, into taking first runs, and that's where you go up early so that when the chair opens, you're first up. And I've got to tell you, it it was worth it, so worth it. We had an amazing time. She's actually working up here in Mammoth this winter, and she loved it so much. I think she's going to stay for the summer and continue uh-huh. on next winter. And she's been working with uh, Disabled Sports and uh-huh. and um, just just really growing. I'm I'm really proud of her. But it was. Uh, the mountain got closed down. I want to say probably around 12:30, mm-hmm. one o'clock. They're looking to have historic winds here uh-huh. in Mammoth until four o'clock tomorrow night. So, so Leslie Bohm and I. Um, uh, Leslie is Alexis's godmother, and you might recognize her um, from Soap Opera Magazine. She takes a lot of photographs of, of celebrities.
0: Mm-hmm. She's
4: um, my dearest friend and we're up here skiing together with the kids and just having a a great time. We came back to the condo and put our feet up and had a hot toddy and started watching the Olympics and waiting for you to (laughs) go. All right,
1: that sounds good. Well, I'm glad. Oh, hey,
4: hey, wait, wait, wait. While we're on the Olympics, I just want to give a big shout out to our men's slope style skiing for sweeping the podium. I'm just, I'm wow. so excited about that. It was a lot of fun wow. to watch. Wow. <laughs>
2: Congratulations yeah. on that. Dude, I love yeah. it. Um, So what really floored me was, okay, I know we've been playing phone tag, but this phone, that, you know, the number that I have, I kept getting no answer, and I thought, I have to have this number wrong. I, this must be it. But it must be a, a phone that's up there where you're at, or I couldn't get through so yeah, it. like, this
4: is this is the number for our mammoth house.
2: Gotcha. Nobody's there, Doug. No one's going to answer it. So, so, um, but anyway, one day I was busy, I was doing whatever, and somebody tweeted me or sent me a direct message and said, Kimberlyn Brown's looking for you. And I was like, what? I was just like, you know, where, what? And this was like back in November. And then I looked and I found out that you wanted to come on and talk about your new your new project that you're working on. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to get this. So I definitely want to talk about that. And, of course, for those listeners who didn't get to listen, well, of course, we have to visit Sheila, of course. You know. We've got to talk that well I, I don't want to let the, the viewers and listeners down because uh, people, you know, I've grown since last year. You know, I'm, I've doubled my audience. So there's a lot of new fans listening tonight as well. So um, if you have a new... You have a new project out, and I've watched the, the ones you've uh, linked us to. So tell us about this.
4: You know what? It's, um, it's called Dramatic Designs,
2: mm-hmm. and it's
4: on the Design Network. And a dear friend of mine from North Carolina actually called and asked if I'd be interested in doing my own show. Um, what a lot of my fans don't realize is what I actually went to school for was for design. Mm-hmm. And the entire time I've been on the show, I've also had my own design business called K Brown Designs mm-hmm. um, that I've kept completely separate. And as a matter of fact, a lot of my clients don't even know I'm, I'm on Daytime. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so so season one was a home that I, I finished last year down in Cabo San Lucas, mm-hmm. and season two is a commercial space. It's a hair salon in North County San Diego called Hair Lounge, and I'm getting all kinds of really great comments on, um, on all of that. If anyone wants to tune in, they have to go to the design network, and if they take a minute to sign in, uh, they will actually send you automatic updates as to when the next episode is, oh. so yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it, a lot of fun with it.
2: Oh well, that's oh, well. I will definitely do that because I don't want to miss one. I've watched the ones that you linked out, and um, well, that's that's exciting. Now, is there are you are you filming a, a new season now, or, or are you taking a break right now, or?
4: Well, actually, they'd like me to do another season. Um, yeah. Season two is already completed. We're we're let's see. Episode one has already aired. Episode two is coming out, and then we finish editing episode three on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and four. So pretty much the second season is shot. We're into are mm-hmm. into the editing portion of things now. But they have expressed interest in me doing a third season. And if I do season three, I think what I want to do is is a, a how-to series this, this third uh, this third season, mm-hmm. showing people that you know these things are are doable and things that you can do on your own. And, mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to show people how to do that, and I'll have a, a guest on each episode with me
0: mm-hmm. uh,
4: just so they can see that, that yeah, it, it, this is something you really can do. People can obtain the look that they're looking for without spending thousands and thousands of dollars. Oh, they simply oh. have a little bit of time on their own to, uh, to put forward, they, they can accomplish it.
2: Oh, well, that is fantastic. I'm glad that's come up, and you know, watching it, it's neat to see you in, you know, a, you know, in something different. You know, you know, we're all used to you in daytime. You know, not only from Young, unrest and Bold and Beautiful, but you also played played on a Judge on All My Children, and you've been on the Bay. So it's nice. And oh, by the way, the, if anybody has not seen it, I don't even know if it's available yet. But there was a short film that that Kimberly did it called The Necklace, and it came out a couple years ago. And I don't know if it's out yet for. Um, for, to, for download, like on iTunes, but it's a really good. Uh, we talked about it last year. It's a really fantastic little piece, and uh, it was really great to see you in that as well. So now to see you in a more of a reality type show, it's just like you know we get to get to see you more, you know, know get to know you a little bit differently than you than yeah. portraying that character.
4: And actually, the the film that I did um, a year ago with Tom Sizemore
2: mm-hmm.
4: is actually starting to air at theaters in San Diego next month. Oh, okay.
2: Fantastic, and and what's the name of that again? Five
4: friends. Five Five Hour Friends.
2: Five Hour Friends. That's correct. That's great. Right. Cause I've been waiting for that. I'm excited to see that. Uh, what is, have you seen the final product?
4: I have, I have, and it's um, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's it's nothing quite like like the daytime Sheila character, but they were definitely interested in that kind of a character. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody who just really can't get out of her own way. And mm-hmm. just creates creates problems for herself where there really don't need to be any. And yeah. Tom Sizemore's character is pretty much the same way. So
0: mm-hmm. I'd
4: like to say it had a wonderful happy ending, <laughs> but it, it 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 was um, you know it's it's a it's a it's a womanizer who pretty much found his found his match in my character. Mm-hmm. Um, but he fell in love with her. She wanted love and didn't know that she could get it from him. It's, just, it's, it's a tragic sort of, sort of film, quite honestly. But mm-hmm. it, it was nice working opposite Tom. You know, when he's, when he's in work mode, he's brilliant. He really mm-hmm. is a phenomenal actor. I know he's, yeah. he's had some issues in the past and some most recently. But yeah. uh, when, he's, when he's sober, he's great.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm anxious to see that. Yeah. David, did you have something?
3: Well, you know, I'm glad that you clarified that about Tom, and it's the same with Alex Baldwin. You see these stars, and all you hear is their bad stuff, but the work that they do is amazing, and I just wish we would, you know, go back to old Hollywood where you really didn't know a lot about people's backgrounds. You just focused in on their work. So I'm glad you yeah. said that.
4: You know, um, and, and with, with the whole social media thing these days, it's mm, Nobody has a private life any longer. They Mm -hmm. really don't. Even skiing today, there's a guy, um, you know, everybody has a GoPro on their helmet, everyone.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: Wow. And there's this guy who came flying out of the trees at everybody, and he's going to be very shocked when he goes home and looks at his GoPro, and people are looking at him going, are you kidding me? (laughs) I mean, there's just, there's there's no... uh, there's there's no privacy any longer, and I agree with you. I, I I wish, on one hand, that that it was back to the way it used to be, where people weren't weren't criticized for their personal lives. Mm-hmm. But, but unfortunately, that's the society we've become.
3: Definitely. And um, yeah. when I was, like I said um, at the beginning of the um, interview, I was just really shocked at how completely, like 100% different that you, that Kimberlyn is from Sheila, where do you get the Sheila character from? Is it based off of someone? Like, I just, I'm still shocked by listening to you talk. I'm just shocked by, I'm like, is this the same (laughs) woman? (laughs) (laughs) You know know
4: where, you know what I drew from? When I went in on that audition, Mm -hmm. Ed Scott told me, thank Kathy Bates for Misery.
0: Uh-huh. I want
4: somebody who can turn on a dime, who can smile at your face and then stab you in the back, and and that's who I drew from. I drew from her character basically, and you know the the really wonderful thing about playing Sheila is there's no wrong, so oh, yeah. it didn't. I, I could go as big with it as I wanted to, and mm-hmm. um, and you know what? When when it's a business, it's a it's a uh-huh. business. When when you're hired. For a specific character, mm-hmm. and that's the character that you're supposed to portray, it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that's how you are when you go home at night. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's why they call it acting. So right, true. Um, yeah, so it, it talk about a lot of fun, though. I mean, what a great mm-hmm. character to, to have the opportunity to play. I, I think, you know, a lot of people on the show, when they were always asked by the soap magazines, who would you like to play, they always wanted to play the bad girl. Mm-hmm. Exactly. a bad boy. And, the best line. Well, and, and it was funny because they would ask me, if you could play anybody, who would it be? And it was, mm, I don't know, I'm pretty good with who I've got here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, my character, every time I got a script, it, it was exciting for me because I never knew what I was going to do next. Where, mm-hmm. you know, the good people, it's always very predictable what they're going to do. They're always going to do the right thing.
0: Right. Where right.
4: Sheila, Sheila was most of the time doing the wrong thing. And, and then when she ever did try to do the right thing, it still turned out wrong just because people didn't want things to work out for her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
3: Now, I'm going to say think, it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, no, I'm no, go just going to say, I'm going to say it, and you're probably going to be really shocked by what I say. If Kimberlyn Brown and Sheila Carter were on soap today, girlfriend, you would win an Emmy. I don't know what is going on, why you haven't won yet, one yet, but you would win one, because I mean, I remember watching you on on Young and the Restless, and when you were tying up your mother, and I was just like, "Wow, this woman's captivating. I had no idea who you were. It was my first time watching soaps, and I'm just staring at my screen. And then when you moved over to um, Golden and the Beautiful, I just remember the scene where you were talking to um, Ian's character in his office, and I'm like, she's going to kill him. She is going to kill him. And I, I, I couldn't decide if you were going to kill him, the actor or the character. I was just so, <laughs> in your performance, I, just, I think it's a travesty you haven't won an Emmy. And I, I said it, and I'm just going let it, to let it be that.
4: Oh, well, thank you. You know what, that,
3: that's,
4: that's lovely to hear, and, and I much appreciate it. I thank you for, for that very much.
2: Yes, well, we'll give you your own Emmy right now. There we go. Okay, (laughs) all right, all right. I'd like to
4: thank the Academy. I'd like to thank, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Mom and Grandma and and more so, all the wonderful actors that I worked with. Thank you very much.
1: Well, since
2: you've you've been um, away from daytime, so much has changed. You know, we've lost four soaps, two came back online and then those have been cancelled again um, changes that the heads of all of these different shows have changed so soaps are different now than when Kimberlyn Brown and Sheila Carter was, was last seen and uh, you know I, there's a new writing regime now at, at uh, YNR who uh, is you know trying to you know take it into a different direction and stuff and you know I think we talk, I don't remember if it aired or, or not but when we last uh, talked I think um, your daughter Daisy, who you didn't even know you had, um, right? She, yeah, and your and, and Ryder, the twin, the twin brother. Uh, Daisy right. was in a m- mental hospital, and a long, dark-haired woman came in and checked her out. And this was uh-huh. the, the regime before, which was Marina Arena Bell, Maria Arena Bell. And right. we all got so excited because we were like, "That is Sheila coming to get her daughter <laughs> out of the of the." you know, the psych and then bam, literally within weeks, the new regime came in and new writers, Josh Griffith, who used to work at, you know, used to work there. Um, they didn't, they dropped so many storylines within like a week. So we're still, you know, a year and a half later going, where's Daisy? And who was that woman with the long hair? We want our right. Sheila back because us fans, we know that that Michelle Stafford version of Sheila was not really Sheila. We know it. That was not her. Right. That was, you know, you remember Sugar, your crazy sidekick, Sugar. We believe it's yep. Sugar or one of your henchwomen came and <laughs> came, you you send them there. You know, you're down in South America hanging out with whoever the the, the plastic surgery people. That's where they all go to right. the plastic surgery. And um, <laughs> but so your last scene was, you know, the you going to the surgeon and giving a picture. That, and we didn't see the picture, but you said you want you, you know your character said make me look like this. And then fast right. forward, and then you're, you don't come back, and then the, you know, amazing Michelle Stafford is taking over, which, you know, she, as Phyllis, is amazing. She did a great job as, as, as we call her Fila, because it's like Phyllis, Sheila mixed together. And uh, yeah. so we're waiting for daytime to be like, we need, you know, we need a little juice here. We need a good, we have not had a good psycho for a while. There's been some no. wannabes. But uh, no one in daytime is like Sheila Carter, so we definitely hope that you know CBS from either show reaches out or the other two shows. Right.
4: You know, I think I think daytime really has changed, though. Um, you know, the 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 era of of Bill Bell and mm-hmm. and that group is is pretty much gone. I mean, Bradley's doing a a great job on on B and B and their ratings and their. International acclaim shows that, but yeah. Bill was brilliant because he didn't think for the short term; he thought for the long term. Mm-hmm. So he would he wouldn't have a storyline, you know, that that only lasted for a month or two months. Um, he would create storyline that would build and build and build for a year or two years. Mm-hmm. Or even longer, he mm-hmm. he knew where he wanted to take something long before we ever you know got our scripts. So mm-hmm. he's the only person. He was the mastermind. He knew what was coming up, and he mm-hmm. knew how to taunt the uh, the fan base to keep mm-hmm. them turning you know tuning in um, mm-hmm. every every week. And what's happening now? Because of reality TV-based shows, mm. they, they think that everything has to be faster paced and mm-hmm. has to move so that they don't lose their audience. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that, that they ever lost their audience because of, of telling story. Right. You know, if, anything, if anything, they've lost audience because of how fast they do change. They don't, they don't play it. the scenarios out before the stories are completed. Right. Um, but, but, you know, who am I to say? I, I haven't been on daytime in in quite some time, as, as everyone knows. Not that I don't want to. God, I'd love to. At one point, I thought y and was bringing me back, and then yeah. we simply, you know, we, we were called, asked if we were interested, said yes, great, you know, this is what we've got going on, and I never heard from them again. Mm. So it's... Like you said, the constant changing um mm. of 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 the authority and and the powers that be constantly tr- changing to to find what's working and find what's right and and um you know there there aren't a whole lot of of brad bells and and bill bells out there
2: yeah mm. yeah Great. and that that's very much true, and you know just so you know i'm gonna now I'm talking to Sheila for a second, okay. Uh, okay. Just so you know, <laughs> just so you know, Lauren has, um, you know, you know, she, you know, you hate her, and uh, you're not around the her right now. But this last year, she's had to deal with a bunch of shit. I'm just going to say it because she's had a stalker. You know, she's always the victim. She was buried alive years ago, and then then, she, then you taunted her for 20 years, and now right. she's got this she had an affair with Michael. Can you believe it? She she, she cheated on Scott. Now she's cheated on uh, Michael. So, so this, this hot young guy, bartender guy comes into Genoa city and she, she flirts with him and then bam, she gets kidnapped again. It, it was kind of reminiscent of when Maggie and Sheila were in the farmhouse type thing. And then uh-huh. he gets sent away his, her son Finn, which, you know, you tried to go after when he was a baby uh, right. again. Um, you know he gets uh, arrested for the murder of the of this, this hot young guy, and he really didn't kill him. He came. He's really was alive, and so now Lauren and Michael are all happy. So it, I think it's time for the real, the real deal to come down. You know, it's like the you know you joined I think in nineteen ninety was it? Yes. Was that nineteen ninety? So it's been twenty two years, and Kimberlyn Brown Sheila hasn't been on since I think oh six maybe? I can't remember if it, what, if it was 06 or yeah, 07.
4: the last, the last uh, seven years, I think.
2: Yeah, so it, it's, yeah. it's time. And, and and your soap fans, let me tell you, your soap fans are probably one of the most passionate soap fans about a character ever. You and um, Cynthia Waltros, who played Annie Dutton on Guiding Light, who's now on Younger Russell, is playing Kelly Andrews. Those, you That's two, right. are one of the best the best uh, villainesses of all time. And it's so good to see Cynthia working now, so now it's time to get Cameron Brown working on daytime.
4: Well, and I'll, and I'll tell you what, Tracy and I really love working together. Oh, that's we funny. have... Um, yeah, you know, we play off of each other oh, yeah. so well. And, and there's a trust that's, that's there because mm-hmm. all of our stuff was so incredibly physical um, mm. that there, there had to be a... Um, a high level of trust, so nobody got hurt. Yeah. And, and, uh, no, no. I'm right there with you guys. Right there with you. I'd love to go back and torment, torment uh, her character.
2: And you know what, when when, when Sheila... Okay, wait, wait, wait,
4: wait. Now here, now here I am as Sheila. Okay, you ready? Yeah,
1: okay. Right.
4: If I were back in town, Lauren wouldn't stand a prayer. She wouldn't stand a chance. And... Oh, man. She'd be wishing, wishing she never lived
2: there. <laughs> I love it. I crazy. Got, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got chills. I got, I got chills. I love it. Can I just call you, you every go. time you're in mammoths and you just do that for oh. me? That is amazing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Can
3: I have so, a couple uh,
2: questions? Yeah, go right ahead. How,
3: how do you feel, Kimberlyn, knowing that Sheila, I mean, Sheila is just these. Most evil character on daytime. I think she's even worse than Victor Newman. And you have <laughs> everybody, everyone loves this evil character. How, how do you like say? What's that? Are you people crazy? Or how does how does that? No,
4: you know, I think I think it goes back to what I've always said. You know, I I played her in a way
0: mm-hmm.
4: that that I think the audience could understand that. Um, you know why she was the way she was i mean she tried so hard to be loved she just yeah. wanted to be loved and and didn't really know how to go about getting it the conventional way and people felt sorry for her because she was always trying and trying so hard to be happy and and trying so hard just to be loved and and it it just wasn't happening and and i think that's why people felt sorry for her because yeah. they could see that what she really wanted wasn't to hurt people.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: She just wanted to be accepted and, and to be wanted and to be loved.
3: Wow. And That's my other question want. is, my other question was, um, Kim Zimmer in a lot of interviews has said that that fountain scene, that famous fountain scene where Riva Shane baptized herself as part of Springfield, she just locked herself in the role.
1: And I was nice. wondering
3: as I was listening to your interview before, have you ever done a scene with Sheila, as Sheila and you just, like, completely just, I'm not Kimberlyn in this moment. I am Sheila, and you just lost yourself. Um,
4: you know, I, I, I hope that, that I would lose myself in, in my scenes every time I did them. Mm-hmm. The, way I, the way that I trained... Was that you can talk yourself into anything people do it every single day. Wow. And if you're having a really great day and you're excited and the more people you tell about it, the the better that day becomes, and the the, the more energy you actually even have, and if you're having a really mm-hmm. bad day, you, can, you know the more you tell your friends about it, the the worse that day becomes. So mm-hmm. you know I take on that that kind of a, uh, an approach to my acting where mm-hmm. you can physically talk your body into anything.
3: Wow. And
4: that's the way my my acting coach taught me.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So every time I I was doing a scene, mm-hmm.
0: you know, I
4: had I had myself convinced that that's who I was. And wow. That, that, that's what I was doing and 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 why. And mm-hmm. that's what made it real to me and and by making that character real to me, you know, hopefully made it real to all of you.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And just let me just say, thank thank God for you, too, because uh, you're all, your, your storyline is all over there. So, you know, even though we don't see you right now, we can go relive some of the greatest moments. And later at the show, after we disconnect with you, I put together a, a montage. Uh, you know, I did that last time while we were on the show, but this time I'm a Play it after we hang out, so people can just you know get that you know hear some of your greatest lines, and you know oh, the writers awesome. back then were you know your lines were just like you know right yeah. on point. I mean they were sharp, they were right. to the point, and you didn't have to say much and just arch that eyebrow, girl, and you mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. were there. <laughs>
4: yeah, my kids are my kids and my husband are afraid of that eyebrow too. By the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that came in kind of <laughs> handy over the years. Yeah, yep. that's that's funny. Well, I'm going to inter intermingle some Twitter question and some chat room questions. So, um, Anthony says, Kimberly, thank you uh, for being so great to your fans on Twitter. Can you please tell us what it was like filming the scenes on Bold and the Beautiful when Sheila got a fireplace poker stuck in her side after battling Maggie, who was played by Parker Crampton for anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. Would love to hear about those scenes if you if you
4: can answer that. You know what? Playing playing the scenes with Barbara, it, it was fun. And, and you know what? It didn't go long enough. That storyline, I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the poker thing. If, if you can remember correctly, there there were a couple of stabs. Mm-hmm. You know, it 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 someone's head there and it hit the ground. And then when I did get that in the side. You, know, you kind of worry you kind of go ah oh, where is this going to go like i said bill was bill was always a master of storytelling and he didn't let his actors know in advance because he didn't want mm-hmm. he didn't want the press knowing that's why everything came off so seamlessly and and so beautifully mm-hmm. because we were we were you know pretty much in the dark as as our fans were so you know whenever whenever i had the opportunity to be in in a physical a confrontation on the show—it was always a challenge and mm-hmm. and always fun and rewarding at the same time because you know you you can do a scene where you say hi how how was your day oh it was really well, great thank you well what are you doing now well I'm on my way to a meeting and hey I'll see you afterwards let's have dinner well okay that's mm-hmm. all nice and 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 to the point or you can do a scene where it's I'm gonna kill you.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna
4: kill you right now and and that kind of stuff was always just so fun. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was fun and challenging. That's that's one thing with with my character. It was always challenging. She mm-hmm. always challenged me to come up with something New or something else, or just something that would work, and mm-hmm. and uh, those scenes with Maggie were were wonderful working. I love Barbara Crampton I love her mm. and and um, yeah, I wish I could have done more
2: yeah mm. that's that a good answer. so there you go, Anthony She's saying thank you, Kimberlyn, in the chat room oh, um, You're
0: welcome
2: uh, let's see here. Uh, my first question for Kimberlyn is what YNR characters would she have wanted Sheila to be involved with outside of Lauren? You know, cause Lauren was pretty much centric to Sheila. Um, you didn't really have a lot of, you know, exposure to the other cat of, of that time. So, you know, who would you right. have liked to, you know, work across from that you didn't, that you knew of on the, on the show?
4: Um, gosh, there's so many talented people on on The Young and the Restless when I was on that show. It was just I I it was just like so so incredibly talented. Um obviously it would have been fun to work with Victor Newman. Um you know, two very powerful personalities acting against each other or or with each other even would mm-hmm. have been would have been uh, a lot of fun. Um God, I, there's just too many. I, it, the, the whole cast was just phenomenal. So how do I, how do I pick just one, you guys? That's not fair. I Ooh, that, not fair. Not fair.
3: You, I think that you and Peter, yeah, as Jack would be electric. I think the screens would melt across the world. I think that would just be <laughs> so perfect.
4: Mm-hmm. You know what? You've got a point there. You yeah. do have a point, Peter and I. Peter and I. Uh, we would have some fun there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, No doubt.
4: Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. But you know, yeah. I, I really, I wish I would. I wish I could have worked with Jeannie. Um, yeah. Jeannie yeah. Cooper. Jeannie Cooper was a sweetheart to me. So mm-hmm. You know, it's not always easy going on to a new show and and having the kind of success that I had so so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always easy being the new girl, and Jeannie mm-hmm. Cooper really took me under her wing and and mm-hmm. made it easier and yeah. uh yeah i would have i would have loved to have worked with her yeah but
2: yeah. um yeah anyway but that that is that is one of the questions that was I was coming up was uh you know could you ask and her favorite jeannie cooper memory fans would love to hear her tribute to jeannie which you kind of just answered that in a way absolutely so, yeah.
4: you know what well, i've got more to say then about jeannie mm-hmm. um, at one time, I was asked to go to, to New Orleans mm-hmm. for a book signing. Mm-hmm. And it was myself and Jeannie and several other castmates from Young and the Restless. And, and it's the first time I'd ever been to New Orleans, and she found that out. and She said, meet me in the lobby tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. I said, okay. And I met her in the lobby at 9 o'clock, and Jeannie had hired a limousine mm-hmm. to take the two of us around New Orleans she wanted to show me New Orleans and show me the places that the tourists don't go and the restaurants that that the tourists don't eat at and and the sites and um, I will never ever forget that moment ever Mm. that's the kind of person that Jeannie was wow
3: I I, I love hearing that backstage stuff. that is amazing yes we like to hear
2: the good stuff Yes, yeah. Yeah. She, I had the honor of uh, uh, last year for the 40th anniversary now that I'm back in California CBS invited me to their 40th uh, cake cutting anniversary and that was her last day of filming. We didn't know that at the time. We didn't know that really? she was ill. Um, so I had a chance to see her. She had been on my show twice in 2012 and 2013 and she recognized me and she came up and she gave me a big old squeeze on the cheek and she said never stop what you're doing because she knew that my mission is to help celebrate and keep so alive and right. uh, every time every time I get frustrated with my show or I would just be you know like when I like throw my ta- hands in the, up and just not do it anymore that little angel comes into my m- mind and I'm like no I got to keep doing it because Jeannie told me to so uh, it was nice to have that moment with her and then when we found out that that was her last day of filming and then when that episode aired it was so hard, and that was such a hard episode to watch because Jess Walton had the last line with her, um, you know, to, to help her. She asked, she actually, um, she, her character Jill asked Catherine, "Would you like some help going up the stairs?" And, and Jeannie turned around and and, and ad libbed the, the response was, "I think I can handle it," or, or something like that. And it was really beautiful, and she is an angel that's definitely missed, and uh, what, what, I, just an honor to be, you know. For you to, to, to have that experience, that is something that we need definitely treasure forever.
4: Yeah, I do, and, and I will.
2: Yeah. Um, let's see here, a couple, some more questions um, of the leap uh, from Paris. I believe he's the one from Paris. Um, hi, Timberland. Oh, it, it, uh, Philip from Paris. I would like to know if you keep in touch with some of the y or B&B actors and with Brad Bell.
1: Thank you.
4: You know what? Um Tracy and I actually periodically um touch base and mm-hmm. I actually touched base with Brad not long ago. Um, so yes, I mean, do I go and have dinner and cocktails with everybody? No, I'm in San Diego, they're up in Los Angeles, so mm-hmm. what I do is I'll I'll give, uh, you know, Tracy a call when I'm headed up to LA, that kind of thing. And Yeah. And and touch base that way, um, you know. It, everybody's very very busy, very busy mm-hmm. with their lives and and their careers, and and it's just nice to be able to to tweet and and email and and uh, text each other just just to keep up and and say hi. So yes, I I do say hello with with quite a few people. Um, you know, I, I I check up with Ron Moss and and Tracy, and Ken Haynes still, and mm-hmm. and uh, did talk to, been pay, playing phone tag with Brad. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I keep up with a few people. And, and Twitter, like you said, I've been trying really hard, has made it a little easier. I mean, Casper Van Diem and I have reconnected, and, and quite a few people from from Twitter that I was mm-hmm. amazed at. But uh, Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, social media has definitely changed the world and it's, you know, it's just amazing that, you know, back in you know, back when, you know, Sheila made her appearance, had we had this type of technology, you would have I mean, I know you got fan letters and gifts and that kind of thing, I'm sure, through through C B S, but just to have that instant love uh, of your character, you know, or hate because people love to hate you and hate to love you as uh, Sheila, so that would have been something, you know, back in the 90s when you first uh, came on board as the, the sweet little nurse that turned evil. Right. Um,
3: we have, we have uh,
2: we, we don't really have any, you know, good good crazies on daytime right now. We've got one over in General Hospital that's doing okay, but, you know, it's kind of tough because you set the bar pretty high on, you, you did, and it's, and it's kind of you when know, I see someone crazy I'm like, they're not doing a Camberloan
3: style.
2: All right. David, you have a you have a question?
3: Yeah, I was gonna um, actually have a couple of comments. As you as you described Doug described, you know, the the nurse that turned crazy, did you realize how many other villainesses you spawned? Um, Amy Dutton was a, a very nice nurse when she came on Guiding Life, and then she had a, they had a, um, a writer change, and she turned crazy, and she's almost iconic as, as Sheila. So I just think oh, it's wow. pretty awesome. I don't even know if you realize that, but...
4: No, okay. you guys be careful of the health care industry, okay? <laughs> <laughs> see, it's not just insurance you need to be worried about. <laughs>
3: it's, yeah, about it's about the people funny. you go to see. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you about that, and... I I can't do this show without mentioning one of my favorite Twitter people. Her name is Sheila Libs, And uh-huh. she is so awesome. She she loves you and she's just so awesome. I just can't do the show about you without mentioning her. Um she's oh, at really? Sheila Libs. She's so funny. She's great. And uh Well I, I gotta want tell you, to you know and,
4: and, and Philippe but Philippe from Paris, he's he's right. just been amazing, absolutely mm-hmm. amazing as well. And <laughs> and um you know he most recently sent me um a message talking about putting together an official uh facebook site for for no. uh for myself because i don't really have have one and um i think i'll definitely be getting in touch with him about that i think that sounds like a really wonderful idea and it would be something where I could, I could, you know, touch base with my fans, and if they had questions, they could be answered. And I, we, we all, like I said, get so busy with our, with our busy personal out. lives and our, and our business lives, and and to have somebody like Philippe willing to, to tackle um, that kind of a job mm-hmm. on my behalf, I, I was very, very excited to, to get that information. So that's something I'll be following up on in the near future as well. You.
2: And, and another happy. one. That I'm Paris right now, so
3: he's he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> oh great! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Another, another one of your followers who I um, bumped into, who I just I adore him. His name is Justin, and the reason why I adore him is because my mouth was open, looking at the dolls he had made of you and Tracy. I've never seen anything like that before. How did? Oh my that? gosh. Do you know who I'm talking about? Have you met why him? Have
4: I, why have I not seen these dolls?
3: I, I will send you the link. He made these dolls that look identical. They're, they're like Harvey, but your face. And I just, Jeez, I'm just i staring at him, and I'm like, is that Kimberlyn? Is that Tracy? My, oh my mind gosh. is blown. My they're mind, amazing. Just,
4: so he's, a, he's amazing. an amazing, so he's a sculptor then.
3: Apparently, you have to see this. I've never yeah. seen anything like this before. It,
2: it's truly oh amazing. Yeah. If you're, list- if you're listening, call in. If you're
3: listening, call in. Yeah. To you. <laughs> his name is yeah, Justin. Gosh. I can't remember his last name, though, but he's amazing.
2: Yeah. So yeah. you can find that link
3: and send that to me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Justin- oh, yeah. here he is. Justin, let's see. It's Justin J. Hare, H-A-I-R-E.
0: He, okay. his-
3: he has Sheila in her lab coat and then Lauren and I would I
2: had to do a double take. I couldn't believe it. You
4: guys look amazing.
2: Oh, up. my gosh. Yeah. I, I, I want them. I want them on my mantle. Yeah. <laughs>
4: well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If I see them, I might want them on my mantle. Yeah, will. Wow.
2: That's great. That is awesome. you, yeah. you know, th- another, there's another question from, a lot of these questions are from At Sheila Lives because she uh, has this, she's like the the fan club sort of of yours, so there's a lot of followers. So, they were giving me a lot of questions, and one of them was, um, "What does Kimberly think it is that gave Sheila near mythical status as a soap opera character?" And my question I was getting ready to get into was, "You know, did can, do you even comprehend how how big this this you know this character was?" You know, I know going in, I, I believe I think we talked about this last year that it was going to be just a short role, I believe. Yeah, and then right. and then it ended up being, you know, nearly two decades. So, you know, of mm-hmm. course going right in you probably didn't know, but you know, as the as the, the years progressed, I mean, did you know that it was gonna turn into something so historic, I guess, you know, from daytime?
4: No, no, I, I really <laughs> didn't. Um, I've gotta be honest. And when you're acting on the shows, you know, there were always things that um that the show would send you to. Not not me. But mm-hmm. you know um uh, i can't even uh, they they would send ah. you to to other countries, even they would send mm-hmm. you on all of these things and i I never got sent and i so i never really I never really knew the the power of my character and the impact that I had made on so many people, quite honestly. Until after I, I I left the show, mm-hmm. um, I mean you know you know that you have fans while you're on the show um, because they're wonderful, they're absolutely wonderful, and they write you and and uh, and comment and it wasn't until I left the show that I realized how popular my character was internationally mm-hmm. um, after I left the show, and, and then I got the call from Frank, who was in charge of, of PR at the time on, on Young and the Restless and Bold and Beautiful, and his international department wanted me to go to uh, Bulgaria to, to present Outstanding Male Actor Award at their film awards back there. And when I got to Europe and I had to have you know six bodyguards and, and all of that kind of stuff, it was like, wow. I had no idea, I mean, because I go to work and I go home and I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. I go to work and I go home and I make dinner and I wash laundry on the weekends and and <laughs> and, and clean the kitchen. And I just, I was never really aware, quite mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I was just so happy in what I was doing and so happy in playing my part and going to work that when I, when I went home, I left work at the door, so um, you you have no idea what it means to me when when I still have people you know like yourselves and like philip and 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 Olivia and, and everybody who who you know still bring Sheila to the forefront. Bring my mm-hmm. character to life, and and still talk about the wonderful things you know that that Sheila created for for the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful. And it, it, it I think it means more to me today and now. I was always thankful because that's the kind of person I am. Mm-hmm. I, I I was always thankful, but but now when I still have people come up to me and say, Oh my gosh we love you and we just wish you were back and we loved your character and what you did with her and it, it means so much more to me today I think um, than, it, than it did then because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm detached from it now and when people come up to me and, and make comments it, it really it, 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 it warms my heart it warms my heart to think that I had that kind of an effect people
1: mm-hmm.
4: with what I so loved to do mm-hmm.
1: Wow that's great that's a great, that, that's a great mm-hmm. answer um, thank
2: you for that uh, Gregory is listening in on Twitter he says uh, maybe you could ask Kimberlyn how was it like, working with Roscoe born and for those who don't know the name he played Tom, uh terrible Tom Fisher Kevin's uh, mm-hmm. father uh, what was it like working when you uh, returned to Young Russell I think it was 05 or 06, right. and you with him and blew, blew, blew up Lauren and Michael on the boat and stuff? What well, excuse
4: me, like, isn't he the father of some of my children now, too? Oh, yes, well, that's is. right. Yeah, that, that's yeah. right.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your, your twins <laughs> that you had within four years that yeah, are 18 exactly. and 19
4: now. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, it was a lot of fun working with Roscoe. I mean, he was very professional and mm-hmm. and very, very well-prepared. Um you know when I first started working with him, he was coming off of a serious illness he mm-hmm. had um, he was losing weight he wasn't well, and then they found out he had, had some kind of a parasite that he picked up when he was traveling you know abroad and so he was he was in kind of a recovery mode when when I was working with him um, so it days were challenging to him as well. Mm-hmm. Um because he was still trying to get healthy but but always interesting, always fun, always very energetic, uh very physical, very, very physical, um, you know where we had wherever we had a scene where he had to grab me or push me up against the wall, as you guys may re- recall um, you know he, he just he he 's one of those actors he gets so into what he 's doing that he kind of has to check himself and just be a little bit careful. So it was Mm -hmm. always kind of um, thrilling, quite honestly, when you had those kind of scenes because um, you were so into the scene, but you were a little on edge too because you you needed, you you wanted to, um, you kind of insulated yourself a little bit because you never knew where it was going to go. But for me, as Sheila, it was exciting because it was mm-hmm. like, ooh, I've got someone pushing back. <laughs> and and I think it made for some, some really interesting scenes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, those those... Those are the days that I miss. Um, you know, I, I'm not I'm not being challenged right now. You know, I mean, they're just now starting to do some some interesting things with some book bookalights and stuff. But you know, I I miss the you know i you know that wasn't quite Bill, you know, that wasn't Bill Bell, but I miss the I missed that type of storytelling. You know, and it's just so, like we mentioned earlier, it's just so different now. and you know, I'm not, like, on the edge of my seat, like, I, you know, like, when, when you were on, you know, you know, you didn't know what Sheila was going to do next. We don't have a character like that. So that's why it's time that CBS right. and Sony say, hey, Kimberly, it's time to yeah. come back. And even if you, I'm sure, I mean, you couldn't even tell us even if you were, you know, to, to, to come back. You would have to be a surprise. Well, because it's-
4: no, but, but, but then that's, that, I go right back to what I was saying before. You know, you liked it because you didn't know what was coming next. That's mm-hmm. what I liked about playing that character because
0: mm-hmm. you know
4: between Brad and and Bill you didn't know what was coming next. No. Mm-hmm. I would get my I mean there were a lot of a lot of actors that would read ahead on their <laughs> scripts. And I didn't want to because yeah. I didn't want I didn't want to read something that was going to happen, you know, 3 or 4 weeks from now and have that affect what I was going to be playing. The, you know, tomorrow, that kind of thing. Where, yeah. So I really I, I really prepared on a on a um, a limited time scale because mm-hmm. I didn't want it to affect the, the character that I was playing. But yeah. I, I you know, I, I hear that a lot these days, Doug, that that people aren't you know, that it's like predictable.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. So, yeah. And that's and that's sad. especially for us yeah. who've watched for decades.
4: Well, and daytime was never predictable before.
3: No,
1: quite exactly. um, If I could say here.
3: something positive oh. about the, yeah, the new regime, I have a feeling, and, I, and, and they do this too, I have a feeling that if Sheila were to come back, she would be integrated with just more than Lauren. Mm-hmm. I, I think that because they, they introduced the character, Ian Ward, who was back in the 80s, and he's already interacted with more than one generation of the show. So that would be so exciting to see who Sheila would not only come back and what she's going to do to Lauren, but who else is she going to come back with and how else is she going to affect the show? That's what I think would be exciting. Mm-hmm. Right.
4: No yeah, I agree with you. That would be fun.
2: Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another question here is... Um, where to go here? Uh, does she agree that what made Sheila and Lauren so unique is that Lauren was a bitch in her own right?
0: Say that Kimberly... one more time.
2: Say that one more time. Does Kimberlyn agree that what made Sheila and Lauren so unique is that Lauren was a bitch in her own right? Because back then, you she Lauren was a bitch.
4: Yeah. See, and that's 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 another thing. You know, I'll, really? I'll come up. People will come up to me. And go, oh, you were such a bitch. And I go, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Lauren was a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, Susan Lucci's character was a bitch. Mm. My character was just evil. She yeah. totally was. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a, a big different. difference. <laughs> yeah. Because my character was never bitchy toward people. No. No. My character would listen. My character would actually yeah. listen to them. Mm-hmm. But um,
2: with the gun at him,
4: it's that little yeah. dark that little dark haze that would come over, over uh, you know Sheila's eyes when she was listening to them. hmm and not only know. that,
3: but you made a good point in the last interview. You and, and a lot of people kind of forget this. Even I forgot it. Lauren didn't want anything to do with Scotty Granger until Sheila entered the picture, and I, I think know. a lot of people forget that.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, and it happens happens in everyday life.
3: Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. it
4: happens in everyday life. You know, the the person that that wants to be loved by somebody, um, yeah. you know, a lot of times isn't until somebody else is interested. Yeah. So that's what happened with 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 Lauren. Lauren wasn't interested until yeah. until she saw how interested Sheila was in Scott and how nice was Scott was being to to Sheila. So. No.
3: I think that's something that's that's not talked about a lot in the the rivalry between the two, because
0: mm-hmm.
3: it it changes the dynamic. If you look at it as Lauren's a victim, oh my gosh, but if you get that first piece of it, then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, well Sheila isn't that evil. I mean, she's evil, but the the place she's coming from is she just wanted to be with Scotty, and Lauren's trying to take her man from her, you know, and. Like yeah. It kind of changes
4: things a little bit. Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you can remember the the scene where Scott was dying,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and basically, you know, admitted he had made a mistake, mm-hmm. and and that uh, you know he realized that I was the one who actually loved him. Mm-hmm. So so that was that was a pretty powerful scene, and. Uh, Yep, you're right. People, it, it would have changed the dynamics. It would have mm-hmm. made Sheila more likable, and right. and the thing is, is you you can't have a. Well, I guess I, I'm I'm a, I was about to say you can't have a a likable evil character. But you know what, my character was very likable, very mm-hmm. liked by many. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean you, you, you know, uh, Sheila did woo, you know, Eric Forrester. So you know, mm-hmm. you know, so you were likable until so they you, they crossed you, and then you pushed them over balconies yep. and whatever else you did. Um, hey, that was that.
4: that nope, he never should have grabbed me. No. <laughs> he yep. never should have grabbed me. I didn't actually push him. I pushed him away, and he lost his balance. See, <laughs> I have an excuse for everything. We <laughs> <You> do. <laughs>
2: I love it.
0: I absolutely I, I, love, I it. I love
2: it. Um uh, uh, this This uh, question is from Facebook. Uh, his name is Matthew Keller. He's a huge fan, and he says, Miss Brown, my name is Matthew Keller. I've been a loyal fan of your work on Young Rustless Restless since the age of eight years old. I remember one of your first scenes like it was yesterday, Lauren coming off the elevator at General, Genoa City Memorial Hospital. From that point on, a decade-plus plus battle began closing, I would just like to thank you for your dedication of the character of Sheila Carter and thank you for bringing her to the forefront of Younger and Bull and Beautiful for the years when William J. Bell gave you the opportunity. If it's okay with you, Ms. Brown, I do have a uh, question. If CBS, well, we, we've already answered this, but I'll, for, out of respect, I'll, I'll ask it. If CBS calls you uh, and asks your input on Sheila's return, how would you like to have Sheila return to Genoa City? Okay, I guess that was a little different than what we
4: talked about. Wealthy, <laughs> yes. Wealthy exactly. and wealthy and powerful,
3: yeah.
4: and and um, in a position that perhaps Lauren wouldn't want to to challenge her or to have her arrested, and the people that love Lauren wouldn't want to have her arrested because. Perhaps I actually own her company and she doesn't even know it.
3: Oh, that would be amazing. Because then you'd have to work with Jill. You'd have to work with... Um,
4: Wouldn't that be Jeff fun? Lawson.
3: Yeah, you would... Oh, you, you oh. the two of you on the scene would just be electric.
2: Because I don't know if yeah. you know this, but a few years ago it was revealed through story that Jess, I mean, well, uh, Jess and Tracy's character, Jill and Lauren, are actually sisters. So yeah, right. There's, there's some new dynamic there with that with that family, which was a big twist, you know, because we, th- we thought Jill was Catherine's daughter for, for a long time. So, uh, yeah. so that would be that would be fun. And uh, they would have to, of course, clear up, you know, why, uh, you know, uh, the other Sheila was there for a while, which is, of course, we all have agreed
1: uh, unanimously
2: that it was sugar. You were busy. You were busy out there getting rich. You were busy, okay? Yes. You didn't, you didn't yeah. have time. Yep. Come to kind of town to mess with her. You've done it so many times. You're like, oh, sugar, go take care of my business. I'll get with you later. So, right. Uh, you
3: had, uh, you had but, suggested that in the last interview that Sheila may have um, Sheila may have inherited Massimo's millions. So I think that that's perfect.
4: That's a definite, definite, mm. definite possibility, guys.
3: Uh, well, well just
4: I just I just that. heard my daughter knocking at the front door,
2: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> Alexis.
2: Okay. The, 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 the guy that creates the dolls is on the line, I'm trying to figure out which one that's on here because we're going to take calls now so you can, we can let you go. So I'm trying to find out which one is him. So um, uh, tweet me back, Justin, What's your uh, the next digit after what you just told me. Thank you. Just tweet me back that next uh, couple digits, actually, because there's two from your area code. Um, okay, uh, the last question I have from Twitter, and then I'll let you talk to a couple fans, and then we'll let you go, um, is would you... Ever consider writing a memoir? Ooh, that's
4: fine. You know what? I have I'll I've never really thought of it. Um, once again, it, it comes down to to what I said earlier. I I never realized I had the impact that I had,
0: mm-hmm.
4: and it's something. Um, it'd be interesting. I mean, there there was a lot of stuff that went on that that. Um, that would be interesting. There's no doubt about it. it it's something that I, I haven't really thought about until until I heard until I heard you ask me.
2: Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So that's something to ponder in between projects. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would I would buy it and and read it yeah. and I would find you in Mammoth and ask you to sign it. Um, cause okay. that 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 would be awesome you can call it like the Sheila diaries or something like that i don't know if that's like you know copyrighted or whatever but i mean but it kinda, we would also like to know you know about you know before that too, you know, mm-hmm. like you know how you, your 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 life, how you got into it, because not only I mean we're we're talking about Sheila here, but we're also you were uh, Rachel on One Life to Live, you were on um, uh, um, on All My Children, so and, and you know so you've been on a, quite a few, and then you've done other other. Go
4: back as far as, well. as Daniel still on on. Hey, oh yeah,
2: wow. yes. So I mean, wow. you you've been doing this for a while, but you don't
1: even look your age you look you're yeah, like flawless. You you oh my gosh girl. you
4: guys are you guys are too kind
1: <laughs>
4: too <laughs> all kind. right
2: well i'm going to bring justin on he's the one who created the dolls so we can talk to him so justin you are now live with Kimberlyn. go ahead with your question or discussion
1: hi doug hi hi david hi Kimberlyn. how are you
4: hi i'm well how are you
1: <laughs> good thank you um, when you see these dolls, I, I hope you're not creeped out by them. You know, I did this out of complete adoration. You know, for everything that you brought, um, you know, to the show, and I was a huge fan. And I just wanted to sincerely thank you. Um, when I gravitated towards the Young and restless, Restless um, in the early '90s, you know, this was before you know, an awareness of bullying, and so high school, junior high was tough, and so after a a rough day, I could come home and live vicariously through Sheila, and it was, you know, a healthy way to deal with, uh, you know, how how school was then, but I just, I'm just a huge fan, and I just sincerely appreciate, um, you know, all that you brought to the show all those years, and congratulations on your new design show, I I just finished watching the first season. Oh, thank Um, you. I just you know have what? one I, I'm, gl-
4: oh, I'm glad ahead. that I'm glad that that I was there to help you get through through your your mm-hmm. bullying season though. Mm-hmm. I've got to tell you I was bullied horribly in high school.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's not
4: a, not an easy place to be. It really no, isn't. And um I'm glad I'm glad that you could come home and kind of escape from the madness of the day.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have one small question, just a technical thing I've always been curious about. You know, you stated that um, a lot of your scenes, you know, you uh, acted with, you know, a few actors you didn't get to interact with most of the cast. So there were a lot of scenes she was by herself. And a lot of times um, it'd be like you were in your thoughts. Sometimes you would say them out loud and sometimes – You know, you're looking out the window pensively, and all these thoughts are going through your head. So I I just wondered, technically, did you do the voiceover work first and then you'd have to react to it? Or would you get directions like, okay, now you need to go to the window and (laughs) you should have a pensive look on your face and you're thinking about this? I just wondered, you know, from the technical aspect. No, whenever
4: um, whenever you see voiceover stuff done, Mm -hmm. you always... Taped that before you filmed or before you okay. tape, um, um, and then that way you could actually react. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. To what you heard yourself saying.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, it, it's easier. It's easier for you to to actually put down the the voice part of it. And uh-huh. then that, it made it easy for me because then when I'm in my thoughts, when I was angry, you know, every once in a while how I would turn quickly and, and, uh-huh. and you know, be able to scowl and things like that. It was because of what I was hearing in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: thank you for clearing that up for me. <laughs> just something I always wondered because I just felt so bad that um, you, uh, so many of your scenes, you know, you're by yourself and you're always lost in your thoughts. hmm well, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. You
4: know no, no, thank you, and and I can't wait to see the dolls. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Again, I I'll do, I'll hope I'll tell you what what uh, what brought those about uh, a few years ago. They came out with Crystal Carrington and uh, Alexis Carrington from Dynasty Dolls from, right. from Barbie, and I thought you know those two uh, rivals. If if anybody else should have a doll, it should have been Lauren and Sheila. So I really created <laughs> really them in. Uh, Barbie scale, and I had done a diorama, and then that wasn't good enough. So I collaborated with another artist, and we came up with the 16 inch versions, which um, oh wow, I think, I think captured you and Tracy uh, much better.
4: Oh yeah, so, again, oh, wow. I, I just hope
1: you're not creeped out about them it's Just it's yeah, I can't wait.
4: To, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. And you yeah. know, to think to think that that our characters inspired you to to create something um, like that—that's actually quite a compliment.
1: No thank way. you. Thank you. Have um, a good night. Thank, thank you, guys. you, Justin. Right. Talk to you. Night. All right. Go on social media. Good
2: night. night. All right. Let's go ahead and get a couple more calls, and you get back to enjoying your vacay. Uh, there's okay. another one from uh, 980. That's why I was asking which the digits were. So the other 980 is live with uh, Kimberlyn. Go ahead. Uh, hi. Uh,
5: my name is Freddie. I'm uh, one of the Facebook fans. I cannot believe I'm talking to Kimberly Brown. Oh my God! <laughs> how are <laughs> you, <laughs> hey Freddie? I'm well. Uh, I, hi, I just wanna, uh, hi. How are you all? Um, I'm so nervous. Um, I just you. wanna hop along with <laughs> hop on to what the previous caller said because I went through a horrible bullying period in high school, uh-huh. and um, I used to sneak and. Um, Program the v- My mom didn't know how to work a VCR, so I would sneak <laughs> and record the uh, uh, shows and come home and watch when my mom was asleep. And uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm so nervous.
0: But, oh, don't um, be, it's okay.
5: <laughs> but that character was like awesome for us people who were bullied because we could like mm-hmm. look at you and be like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to be treated like that, you know, and uh, I'd go to... No, once they all found out I watched the show at school, they'd be like, "When I get mad, they'd be like, "Oh, here comes Sheila <laughs> <you
0: know? laughs> that's great
5: <laughs> but uh, my my uh my question is I'm so nervous i'm sorry um no, that's okay. my question my question is if um sheila were her character your character were to come back to the soaps, do you think that that character could be rehabilitated into an actual good person? Or, or would, would you be able to convey uh, the, um, the drive that you played Shiva with, with an actual, like, 100% cornbread, corn-fed, good character? Is that possible? Yeah.
4: You know what? I, I think anything is possible. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, people, people are capable of change. Um, if they want to change. That's the Mm -hmm. thing. You know, um, you you oftentimes hear people complain about their lives and and where Mm -hmm. they're at. But, you know, you have the power to change your life. Mm -hmm. You have the power to to do good. You know, we we all know right from wrong. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately there are a lot of people that just choose wrong Mm-hmm. And and take a look at the people around you that choose right, and um, yeah, Sheila could definitely definitely become a good person. Now, does that mean she will forget
0: um, <laughs> right. her past yeah. or where she came from?
4: <laughs> Absolutely not. You, you know, the one thing is is when you've come from the place where Sheila has come from. Um, it, it's kind of like an addict trying to get over a habit. Mm-hmm. She would have, she would constantly be challenged to, to not go back to her old ways. So it would mm-hmm. actually be a fun thing to watch. Right, mm-hmm. cool deal. Awesome talk yeah. to see you. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you, thank you, for calling. Have a good evening.
2: Thank and you. Bye bye.
4: Mm-hmm. This
2: this must be double area code night because those were two nine eight zeros and now I have two five zero fours which are Louisiana. So I'm going to take the okay. five zero four with the number four as your first as your first first digit. So you're live with Kimberlyn. Go ahead with your question or comment.
4: Hi, Kimberly. How are you today? I'm very well. How are you?
6: I'm doing fine. My name is Stacy Perez from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I just want to say to you that. Um, I really love you. I love your character. I miss seeing you on the shows, um, and I really didn't have any questions for you. I Just wanted to be able to tell you that.
4: Oh my God! Thank you. Thank you we so. You know what? It's it's kind of like what I was just saying earlier, Doug. As far as
0: mm-hmm.
4: you have no idea how much those comments mean to me. They mm-hmm. they, uh, they. I really it. it it brings into focus just how how important my character really was, and okay. and I thank you, thank you so much for that. That's lovely.
6: Oh, thank you're you. welcome. I, I I hope that we can we can see you on the shows again. Um, and do you have another show that you're doing now?
4: I do. It's um it's it's a design show though. Uh, my my second career is is, is in design. So it, it wouldn't be Sheila at all. It, it would just be Kimberlyn. It's on the Design Network, and it's called Dramatic yeah. Designs.
2: Dramatic Designs. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll link you up to it, Stacy. I'll
6: hook you up. Oh, great. Okay.
2: Hey, okay, Stacy.
6: Okay. Thanks so much for
2: your call, huh?
0: Oh, you're welcome. All
2: right. Mm-hmm. Good I'll, night. I'll, I'll, put you, I'll put you back on mute. All right, and our last
0: call is also
2: from 504, so we'll go ahead and take you. Go ahead,
6: 504 again. Hello? Yep, Hi. you're live. Go ahead. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Kimberly, this is um Craig, and I was a fan of yours for a long time. I don't know if you remember my voice. But I'm yes, called every time you yes. are on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I do. How I are
0: love.
6: you? Hello. Good. I'm doing great. And I was, um, I'm was. i sorry I'm calling late. Um, I live in New Orleans, too, Louisiana, and uh, it's uh, Mardi Gras season, so we had a uh, parade that started today. And um, I told Doug, I said, I will make an effort to call because I need to speak to Kimberly because I missed her on TV. <laughs>
4: Thank you. Thank so, you. So are you
6: doing okay? Everybody's doing okay in your family?
4: Oh, doing great. Yep, yep. My daughter just walked through the door. It's my son's birthday, so, so Oh, we're that's, celebrating. Great. that's great. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. I
6: really appreciate you taking the time and um talking to us again um we miss seeing you on T V as you know and um I would love to see you um back again as uh, Sheila or just on a soap, you know, if we can get you on there. So I just want to let you know think we think about guys, it all
4: you Thank you. Keep it up. They might listen to you guys one day. <laughs> you've, put, you put,
6: um, you've made a good impression on all of us and we love you to death and we just hope to see you again, you know.
4: Well, yeah. thanks a bunch, bud. Thanks a bunch. And you have fun there at Mardi Gras, Okay.
6: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. have a good night. Thank you
2: all again okay. for taking my call.
6: All no right. problem. Thank you.
2: Glad you all got right. here. Bye-bye.
6: Thank you
2: all. Bye-bye. Yeah, all right. Um, listeners, we're going to be letting her go in a few minutes, but stay on because I did a little three-minute tribute uh, compilation of some of her greatest moments, so uh, that, one, that way you can listen into to that. Um, Kimberly, I just want to tell you thank you so much. Before we end, I want to let, hand it over to David and see if he's got any last-minute comments or questions before we wrap up.
3: Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to say um, just a couple of things. One, I, I talk to Justin all the time on Twitter, and he's just so amazing, and I just love him to death. And also Stacy that called in, she's a mm-hmm. fan of our show, and she's always wonderful, and I'm so glad she called in. But um, I, I lastly wanted to thank you for coming on. You are just amazing. I, I, I didn't really know a lot about Kimberlyn because I was so focused on Sheila, so finding out about you, not only just from the past interview, but tonight has just been amazing. You're just, it's it's nice to hear someone so appreciative of their fans and so humble. And I just, I can't wait to see you back
2: on top oh, again. Oh, thank together. you. you we won't
4: we won't we won't wait so. another year, okay? okay no, good, no, you.
2: no, no, <laughs> no. The year was too long. and and and, oh. and let me tell you, I. Uh, I, when you were somebody was talking a story about high school. I was a, I'm a little bit older, so I wasn't in high school. I was right out of high school in college. And let me say, this is an embarrassing story. Okay, I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna like open the library here and tell you this. I was sitting, I was working at Kmart and I was working in the little deli area and I had this apron on and at the time Sheila was faking her pregnancy and I was a little heavier back then so I looked like I was pregnant and I would rub my belly acting like you behind the counter. Okay? (laughs) That's... (laughs) Did you have a boy or a
0: girl? I <laughs> uh, end
2: up having a boy. Actually, he's 18. Okay. But, um, <laughs> but I just, I just hit me when they were oh, talking man. about that. I used to, I and I used to be like, I'm gonna get you, Lauren. And I was rubbing my belly, and I was like, Oh my god! What is, no wonder I ended up crazy. I need to go back to the mental hospital.
0: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> but anyway. That's great. Uh, Chamberlain, this has been a wonderful treat. And, um, I, you know, I told you I met you in 2005, and I'm sure you've met, you've met so many people during that event. I'm going to tweet you a picture of me and you just so you know the face with the Thank voice. You. So that way you. Um, so that way you know. And then um, and then, um then we will have you back in the summer and see what's going on then. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely a friend and a fan great. of the show. And um, I know how to get a hold of you. And just keep on sharing those pictures of that beautiful family and the things that you do because that's just so what, you know, so many, you know, celebrities of all types share their lives with us through this and it's you know not everybody shares every moment but to see like today I will have to tell you somebody on Facebook I took your pictures and shared on Facebook on your there's a Sheila group out there there's a Kimberly Brown Sheila group with like 800 fans in it and um, I I put your Instagram picture in there because some people don't have Twitter and they're like oh my god his her son looks just like her and I was like so it was (laughs) was nice to you know to see your family and stuff because some some celebs don't like to share you know that so I'm just thank you for opening up your life to us as well
4: no problem, no problem at all, and, and I look forward to our next interview.
2: I cannot wait, So, um, and we will, okay. uh, from, from, from our lips to God's ears and CBS and Sony, we're going to get you back somehow, babe.
4: No, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll be ready, I'll be ready, oh. I can tell you that.
2: <laughs> all right, well, you, you take care, and we will talk to you again soon, okay, and we'll tweet you those pictures and that okay. information.
4: Okay, wonderful, wonderful, all thank right. you so much.
2: You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay.
4: Bye-bye, Dave. Bye.
2: All right. Before we go into our after show, let's listen to some best moments.
4: I really don't like fighting with you all the time, Lauren. Look, maybe we could get together sometime with, with our kids. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Your baby died.
5: This week, Sheila Carter is a loose cannon. What do you want? I want you. And at any moment. I see you're still crazy as hell. At any second.
1: You're finished. You freaking bastard.
5: She could go off.
1: Nobody move. Don't even breathe.
5: You won't want to miss a minute of the bold and the beautiful.
4: Remember me?
0: <laughs> Collide with the face of evil. <laughs> It's an evil she's fought before. An evil who'll try to destroy her again. The sea devil is waiting for you, Lauren. Right where you live on the bold and the beautiful of weekday. Don't
1: blink, Sheila. I've had it. And don't look away. I mean, my family was right about you in the first place. When things get too hot in L.A., where else can you go? With
4: you, you. you can't go home again.
0: Sheila returns to the theme of her greatest crime. Remember me. Talk about a nightmare in daytime.
4: So Stephanie. Who's crazy now? Who's crazy now? (laughs) You keep pushing, and you push, and you push, and you know what's going to happen. Oh, what, Sheila? What's going to (laughs) happen?
0: No! Uh, Sheila! No! No! She, she, Sheila!
3: I'm gonna make sure that Eric has a real woman, someone with dignity. You aren't going to tell Eric anything. Oh, you're gonna stop me. Oh, don't push me, Lauren. Don't you make me hurt. Surely you want to, don't you? Come on, Sheila. Come on! Pipsaw may
1: you like a twig. Nobody,
0: nobody. Come
2: on, nobody. All right. There's just some of their clips. There are so many out there. And I just grabbed up some that I didn't play on the last show. So um, if you missed the first show that I did last year, definitely go to OnAirWithDouglas.com on the archives. But um, anyway, David, what did you think? I'm just in awe of,
3: um, you know, I was,
2: I was more of an
3: Annie Dutton fan because mm-hmm. of the fact that I was a Guiding Light fan. But I definitely mm-hmm. liked Sheila a lot. Like, mm-hmm. God, I am such a Kimberlyn Brown fan. I mean, gee, right? this is amazing. Yeah. She literally is, and you know, I love the fact that she told us that she was bullied. I think that there's a lot of that in Sheila. That you know, who mm-hmm. sees the people that bullied her as Lauren. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that yeah. there's a lot of that. And yeah. oh, I just, I'm in love with this woman. I think she's so
2: amazing, so amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was. <laughs> I mean, it's just. I mean, I've been, I've been doing this for a while now. I've talked to a lot of mm-hmm. greats, but, you know, just to know that the woman that so many people idolized for 20, um, 22 years now uh, mm-hmm. is on our show, I mean, you know, a second time. And mm-hmm. and, she, and, and, I, and, I, and I'm not being egotistical or any narcissistic or whatever the words are, but she went on Twitter asking her fans how to get a hold of me, and that just made me just cry. Wow. I out. Because, I mean, I must have you know, made an impression or something. And that's just been fantastic. I just, she's such a wonderful lady. And I'm just so blessed that I've been able to meet her back in 2005 and have her on the show. And she, uh, you know, would come back anytime. We should ask her to come be a co-host sometime. That'd be fun. Cause, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Catherine Kelly Lang was the co-host when we interviewed um, Adrienne France who plays Amber um, mm-hmm. Catherine Kelly Lane came in and she actually asked to be the co-host for that show so it was awesome because she did all the questions to Adrian, and I had some questions me and Pam had some questions but it was fun to, to have Catherine interview Adrian. so I would love to have that again anything like that you know have two castmates kind of talk and interview each other so that was a lot of fun um, well, yeah. know, what
3: really kicked me out about her is that She is Sheila Carter on screen, and she's probably one of the most evil villains next to Victor. I think she's even worse than Victor Newman. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
3: then you talk to Kimberlyn, the person, and she's like Susie Homemaker. And you're like, what? (laughs) How did, like, and and I know that it's just a character, but wow. Like, complete opposite. The tone of voice every
2: complete She awesome. even went she even gave us some Sheila. I was like had chills. That, that, that <laughs> just, I, I, I almost lost I almost it. Like uh, Oh my gosh. That is woo. that is amazing. Uh, <gasps> wow. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh it's been a long time, you know a year uh, that I've been waiting uh, to get back in touch with her, but she got in touch with me. So uh, be sure to go to the Design Network, uh, look for it, and um, I'll link it out to our followers at On Air With Doug, and I'll link it on Facebook as well at the On Air, on Air, with, Network, on Air with Doug Network so you guys can t- okay. check it out. I've watched season one, but I haven't seen the new season, so I'm going to go check that out here in a little bit. But, um, wow, that was great. So,
3: I am going to say this is one of my most, one of my like, at least top, Five most favorite interviews like she's just amazing yeah
2: yeah
3: and the level of appreciation that she has for us you know Mm -hmm. it's not like some people oh thank you so much she appreciated us so much she opened up and said something she probably didn't even think she was going to say because Mm -hmm. Justin revealed that about himself and Mm
2: -hmm. that
3: just like made me love her even more
1: you know
2: you know Uh, that if more people like that were to do Mm -hmm. that it would Mm -hmm. change a lot of things yeah Mm -hmm. but um so yeah so that's that's great i hope everybody enjoyed the show uh i'm just in awe i'm gonna be able to go to sleep tonight just probably drinking a Sheila now and i totally like spilled the tea about me rubbing my stomach when i was fat back and working behind the counter with that apron on oh my god that was so funny because
3: now, now I see people, I'm going to think that they're, they're the guys. I'm going to be like, is that guy pregnant? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> you
2: know, I always thought it meant he's hungry. That's what I always thought. I don't
1: know. Uh,
2: no, I mean, I, I, I really took it to heart. I mean, I was back there, you know, and, like reciting lines, you know. I was obsessed. I, you
1: know. Oh it was a But anyway,
2: that's for another story, or you can read my book when it comes yeah. out. So speaking of books, I've got two different things to talk about here. First off, I meant to say this at the beginning, and I hope you're still listening, but today's show, and every show, is sponsored by Audible.com. And if you don't know what Audible.com is, it is the leader of audiobooks and information and entertainment. So if you have a favorite book, say by Stephen King, and you want to take it and put it on your iPod or your your Kindle uh, or something that's audio, you know, related. If you have a tape deck or an eight track, it don't work, but, uh, and you can, like, you know, listen to it while you're working out or listen to it while you're laying in bed. You can just, you, you can okay, just enjoy yeah. the, and, and, you know, speaking of audiobooks, I got the audiobook for Jeannie Cooper's autobiography because she reads it. And it is fantastic. And it's such a treasure now to have that because now that she's no longer here, I can listen to that and hear her tell her story anytime I want to. So anyway, audibletrials.com forward slash on air with Douglas is the uh, address to go. And you get a 30-day free trial. And then if you do decide to stay on, then you get one free audio book a month. And then you get, you know, you can buy more, of course. Um, So definitely check that out. And you can also check out, uh, my Indiegogo campaign that's going on for my own book. I'm in the process of writing a memoir that's going to be out uh, later this year. And I'm doing a fundraiser now to get things, you know, in motion to get it ready to be published when I'm ready. So you can go to Indiegogo.com type in the road traveled and you'll see a little redhead guy there. That's me. Click on that and you know, you donate a dollar, two $1 million, dollars, whatever you want, you know, whatever, every little dollar counts. We only have 12 mm. days left. So I'm really going to be whoring this out. So watch out social media. Um, because I really want to get the the money raised. And then not only am I a first-time author, but our very own David has two books out. So, David, where can we get your books at? Well, I actually, it's funny that you mentioned the
3: Audible. I'm actually trying to work on getting – there's been a huge request getting my books on um, audio. So I'm working on Mm -hmm. that, but now you can go on iTunes you can go on Amazon, you can go on the Nook, and you can also go on barnesandnoble.com, and you can go on, obviously, amazon.com, and you can get my books there, but, and, and I said this before, the great thing about buying my books through Amazon is if you buy the paperback, you get the, um, the um, e-copy for free. If you buy the e-copy, you get the paperback for free. So mm-hmm. um, the e-copies are a dollar ninety-nine, very affordable and very fast read. The e-copies are about fifty-five pages long, and the paperbacks are about a hundred or so. So maybe you read it in two nights, three nights. But yeah, um, pick, pick your copy up and uh, support a, a local and um, LGBT author. And I'm going to be finishing the third book this year and finishing that series.
2: Well, that is exciting. I'm excited to to see what's coming with your story. And I can't wait to share my story with everybody as well. So uh, we're, we're authors here. And, you know, just to spill some tea here, there is someone I met recently on Twitter who is an author. He writes erotic fiction. Uh, and he's really interested in joining the Spilled Tea, So we're going to have him on when we come back to to see how he flows with our chemistry. Uh, but that's just amazing that we keep drawing in or you know whatever attracting authors to our show. So there's a there's a there's a there's a theme here. There's a theme here because you know Kyle's getting into that. Dallas already okay. writes his uh, amazing web series. If you go to one day at time dot com, you can read that. It's okay. a soap opera text based soap opera. It's fantastic. So yeah. So, and you can follow Dallas on. I mean, sorry, not Dallas. Sorry, Dallas is at one day. Uh, another whole long thing. Sorry, I meant David. You can follow David at d o q u i n n seven six or at On Air with David. And you can follow me at On Air with Douglas. And for all you new listeners out there, thank you for tuning in tonight. Uh, we've been around for quite a while, so you can go to onairwithdouglas.com, click on archive, and if you love soaps, 80% of our shows have been soap opera people from past, present. And uh, look forward to returning for season two, or actually, I'm sorry, season three of the interview show, which is this show, in March. We're taking the rest of the month off. And the Still T season two premieres on Oscar night, right be- You know, before the Oscars come on, so we can dish our predictions before the show starts. So I think that's pretty much it. So um, anything else? No, that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. And I'm so glad she stayed so long too. I didn't I mean I didn't even ask her oh, how long but I just, I just like, love
3: her. I just love her. I, and I, if you guys I, want to follow her, she's at Kimberlyn
2: Brown on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So Yep. Yeah, definitely is. And I'm just now getting ready to tweet my picture to her so that way she can see. Uh, And if you follow her, too, I'll I'll tweet it to everybody else, too, so you can see me with her. It was a a dream come true for me. All right. right, uh, You guys have a great night. Have a great rest of the weekend. I hope everybody had a great uh, Valentine uh, weekend so far. And uh, just be good to each other and uh, do something good for a stranger this week. And tweet me about it if you did it at Honor with Doug. So with that, good night, everybody, and we'll be back soon. Good night. Good night, everyone. Thanks, Doug. You're welcome.
1: Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Be sure to see what's coming up next at www.onairwithdouglas.com. With over 240 shows in the archive, take a look around and listen to all the great guests you missed. Follow the show on Twitter at OnAirWithDoug. Until next time, have a great night.